Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. This is Vicki Baird, and I am going to take you through a course that I taught probably, it's got to be 12, 13 years ago now, um, and comes out every once in a while because it's called Intuition 101. And I felt like, since this is a podcast on intuition and coaching, and life uh, enjoyment that I would do some stuff on intuition and take you through a few episodes of not only what a course might be like with me, but mostly so that we can, sometimes I think it's good to start back at lowercase a and we can discuss what is intuition and how is it applicable in my life? I happen to be someone who believes that intuition is wound all the way through our life. It's our first sense. It's what we come in with as a human. We bring it from our soul space. And it creates a, a, a tapestry, if you will, throughout life of you know what you've developed and what you've learned. What have you come to believe in? And so for me, it's not a separate studying of energy and it's not a specific topic as much as it is everything in your life. And that's really hard to nail down sometimes because when I'm doing a topic on, uh, you know, abuse or speaking your truth or chakras or anything like that, it's all about intuition and that's part of the intention going into this podcast and, and we're in season three now, rounding out season three actually, so thank you for listening. I felt like I wanted to get the message out there that this isn't something you just go take a weekend course for. You learn a few fun tricks and then you go home and you forget about because um, come on, we've all done that. I have a few courses right now sitting on my computer. I have not had the uh, chronological time to get to. So I felt like, well, let's just roll this in as part of the episodes. And I will be launching some courses very shortly, actually, that you can download and self-study and this, I hope, will help as a bit of an intro to that. And if not, if you never take a course, that's fine. If you're walking around knowing that you have this ability within you and it's inherent and it came wired in your original model, <laughs> you can start to use it and pay attention to it every day. So that's my intention. So stick around and we will get started on Intuition 101. Did you know that most people work with me as a coach because they want to move forward in their professional lives and then they realize once we start working together that it's a whole person approach and I am going to help them move through their blocks, their fears, some of the trauma they've experienced and to create a much more aligned life. So many times I hear, this is not what I thought I was signing up for. And that's such wonderful feedback to have because if you're signing up and working with a coach and everybody does it the same, are you really being seen as an individual at Vicki Baird Coaching? 
I do it all as an individual, and I would love to work with you. Go to VickiBaird.com to check it out and see if you'd like to work with me. Intuition is a sense that we have from our original soul wiring. So as soon as you're a blink of light, it's part of that. And what the word actually means, it is interchangeable with psychic. And which psych means of the soul from a Greek origin, um, means to be sensitive, to be any of the clair, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, keep going with the clairs. It does mean all of that. The reason that I differentiate intuition from psychic is often in our current world, the word psychic has a connotation to it. And to be truthful from my perspective, some of the ones who are using that word as their description haven't always been the most ethical people. And I decided that I believe intuition is reading that soul blueprint, that architectural plan that you design before you get here. And that psychic is more reading, you know, what's going on in your life at this moment. Of course, they're interchangeable. It's perception. It's the reading and the and the processing of the unspoken or the non-physical. So of course they're interchangeable. However, when I hold the bar of intuition or intuitive for myself, I hold it at a level that means must always be of ethical standing. And I'm human. I do my darndest to hold this up And that's one of the things in all of the courses that I teach is that I expect that of anyone learning with me as well. So that's a good place to start with what is intuition? Why do we use this word? And how can I, you know, best walk in my own intuitive self? It, again, like I said, it's a soul-given ability. It's not something that, you know, that person over there has or deserves and you don't. It's inherent in the makeup of, as we are as, as humans. And animals, animals have amazing intuition because they don't, I believe, question their process. They are here, they experience, and then when they cross, they're just as excited to head to another lifetime. So um, all sentient beings, I believe, have this. In the human, it becomes a little bit more challenging because we also have that uh, physical part of ourselves that some call the ego. So because it's inherent in your makeup, I, I believe it's one of our responsibilities to learn about it, much like we could learn about how we best express our creativity or where we'd like to learn a new skill set or go to school or open our hearts. So it's very underused by the majority of the population because 
many decades ago, we swung out of listening to our literal gut, um, listening to our knowing and into the brain space and very black and white and literal and all of that. So we are in a time and have been in a time where we're returning to using this ability and really getting rid of the stigma of listening to oneself or the energy of another being. Um, that's the fun part for me because even though I hung my shingle out um, and said, this is what I do, well, after the word got out and <laughs> people started showing up, um, I hung my shingle out. I, I see so many people and I work with so many people who still think that it's for someone else or for that person who did go ahead and advertise that they're doing this and it's just not true. I have met some amazingly gifted, intuitive people who had no idea that that's what they were using. And that was, that was very similar to my process. I didn't realize that I was reading the situation, the business that I was in, um, and thankfully people around me did, and they started pointing it out. And then I thought, I need to pay attention to this. So. It's one of the most beneficial tools in our kit. Speaking, um, it being able to interpret or you know process things cognitively, those are all wonderful. However, intuition can bypass all of that chatter that's in the brain that I think is also natural. Um, you're not doing anything wrong if your brain is you know yakking at you. I <laughs> tend to see it as an affirmation that you're still here physically. So that's a good thing, right? We want you here. So it is one of the most beneficial tools. And by using it, learning to listen, to see it, to perceive it, to receive it, uh, you can live a life that has less stress and a lot more fun. Um, it it ha definitely helps to strengthen our belief in self and trusting your ability to make the decisions that are most in alignment for you. Um, that, that's a challenging part as a human, right? We want to be part of a group and feel like we belong, and yet we want individuality. I believe our intuition can help us to find the joy in that individuality because once you know how your literally your wiring works, then the comparison often stops because you're so busy wondering what your intuition is going to tell you. You stop filling your head wondering what other people are thinking. And that is one of the benefits of learning to tap into and to use your own abilities. So it takes time, it takes investment. Um, and every person alive has had intuitive moments and yet it takes the willingness to look at them to acknowledge them and to even to validate I often when I'm teaching will ask someone to catch their moments and then to pat themselves on the back because if you're not acknowledging that oh man I so thought that Joe was going to call today and then I heard from him 
And if you're not both precognitively aware that something's floating through and affirming it afterwards, then it just seems to have to work a little bit harder to get our attention. So once you start acknowledging it, it's like anything else in our magnetic universe, the law of attraction, it shows up more and more often. And then it becomes less work. And a lot of people bail on this much like an exercise program or eating well right before things are starting to pop. And that's a little frustrating to me, but that's because I can feel the other side of it and know just how much relief it could bring you if you allowed yourself to simply play a game. A lot of this initially when you're developing and becoming aware of it is being playful. So there is a responsibility and I feel like much like that ethical line that I hold for myself, there is a responsibility that we can't use our intuition or guidance to hurt another. I would hope we wouldn't want to, but, um, and, or to take something from another, including energy. And again, I have worked with some that once they, well, not worked with, but experienced some that once they, you know, took that course, uh, and it can't be done in a weekend. It just can't be. <laughs> so there's a false premise that you will arrive in a certain place over a weekend. It's just, to make that promise, I feel like is misleading. However, you can add to what you already know and you can have some pretty cool experiences. So definitely take the classes, but know that this is a lifelong process that you're endeavoring and you're, you're connecting with. But I have experienced those who have taken the classes, learned enough, and then become actually harmful. And I, rather than directly communicate with them, because you know that would be my opinion, um, and <laughs> if they're not asking for it, I ought not deliver it. But it's important for your soul. I really want you to know that all that you're doing on this planet and interacting with others is being entered into your your personal soul computer if if you can think of it that way so when you cross you will be the one reviewing the files on the computer and my intention has always been that while I absolutely know that there will be things I have to review that I didn't learn here or that maybe I missed, maybe I just didn't realize that my actions created a, a small ripple effect somewhere. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to really enjoy it, but the that acting unethically with a developed skill, be it a you know, lawyer or accountant, intuitive therapist, it will be there and there will be some consequences, not judgment, but next lifetime, have fun with that. So my intention is to go into this with the understanding that if I keep it as clean as I possibly can from the beginning, I'm not going to have to worry about it. It's like lying. Like people lie all the time. 
And then you have to keep up with your lies. I don't know about you, but I'm not that good at tracking myself. <laughs> so I decided a long time ago that if I was clear, if I was direct, if I was um, honest, I didn't have to keep track of that. And it's just a whole heck of a lot easier to live that way. So there is a responsibility to developing intuition, um, as well as a, a, a form of confidentiality. Sometimes I will get information about someone that I'm standing across just having a conversation with, uh, happened yesterday in the pet store. And it, but there's, it comes in because that's my wiring. There was nothing there for me to do about because the person was not seeking that from me. She was not asking for advice on the particular thing that I saw. She was thinking about it. She was concerned about it. So it popped up on my movie screen. I take that as a, a message to maybe put a little bit of extra effort into communicating or thanking her so much for the what she did because and and to affirm to her that she does have value not in just how she serves but in who she was so I said to her that was very kind of you and so that's not about her service that's who she is and rather than go into the story of hey I just saw this because oh that makes me nutty when people do that so you may have had you I'm sure you've already had some intuitive hits on people you, you know someone you walk into a meeting and you have that feeling of now nah, somebody's not telling the truth here or you you know, vice versa, you meet someone and you feel like you've known them your whole life and yet that doesn't make sense to your head, that's an intuitive hit. That's a message from your soul. Um, even though it is a given ability, something that is part of our full experience of being human, it is also a muscle that we must learn to strengthen and to use. Um, you know, the first part about strengthening this intuitive muscle is giving yourself permission to actually have the muscle. <laughs> so spend a little bit of time there. If this is something that you've had a little bit of a conundrum around, spend a little time there. Give yourself permission. Um, we have to first be open to receiving the information from your guidance system or your own personal GPS system. Because believe it or not, it even though it's inherent and it's innate and it comes in as part of our soul wiring, once we are conscious choice beings, we do have to give it permission to work with our thinking, with our um, rationalizing, with our processing brain so that the systems can work cohesively. So you could literally say to yourself, I give myself permission to allow my intuition to speak to me when it is of my highest intention. And that way, you, when you say something along those lines, you, you, you block a bit of the riffraff. And 
I didn't do it yesterday. I was very task oriented and had a lot on my to-da list and I was checking off what I needed at the pet store and I did not ask to only hear what is of my highest intention because I don't believe drop-ins of other people's information is of my highest intention. However, when it happens because I <laughs> forgot to, to set the intention for the day, which typically I do first thing in the morning, that it, it may not have been in my highest intention because it was a little bit of a distraction. It's not like it was hurting me. Uh, however, I made it of my highest intention. Be a kind being. You know, so <laughs> and it's a matter of when you wake up in the morning asking that please allow my intuition to be on board of mine. And I like to include the other people, others' highest intention. These are way, this is what develops the muscle and it's not a flip a switch on any kind of thing. It, it just isn't. And I think it's like anything else. Sometimes the payoff, the reward, um, the feeling of accomplishment is because we've put consistent time into it. So when you give it permission, you're communicating to the universe that, I will listen to my internal voice. I'll listen to my body. Um, I'll listen to others because the delivery method could be very different for you. You may not hear it the way I hear it or see it the way I see it. You may feel something's off or, you know, your left ear might get hot <laughs> when somebody's telling you a fib. Um, so we really have to pay attention to all of these things. It is front-loaded. There is a lot of effort to it, but it doesn't have to take a lot of time. If you did this for five minutes a day, you would still build the same muscle that someone spends eight hours a day cramming, okay? So don't make this another big thing that you have to do. It's incremental. It's not a quick fix because I don't think that would be learning. I think that would be misused, truthfully. So, and in, in part of this, it's, it's, it's learning to be quiet. And that is, or can be difficult. Um, but it's even more difficult to hear if you've not given yourself permission and you're not taking some space to be quiet. That can be taking a walk. It does not mean that you have to sit in one position, cross leg, until your legs go to sleep and chanting. It doesn't. It could be while you're washing the dishes. It could be while you're taking a walk. Um, a lot of the times I get some really good ideas when I pause and I pet my rabbit. He's a little, little channel and he'll let me know when we're done because his intuition says, okay, energy has shifted. I don't like this. I'm out of here. So it's not all because he's a little old man inside that fluffy body. So intuition is very subtle. It is not likely to bang you on the head, come in with a marching band, um, <laughs> or, you know, big flashing lights. It, there are instances where if someone is in 
detriment. Like I used to tell my kids all the time, if you're at a party and you get a gut feeling or you're somewhere and you get a gut feeling, you need to call me um, because we have to be able to trust that. And the re those are your receptors, right? So it may come in as a survival skill and that's what we need to keep. We need to keep that. It's very close to the fight or flight. And that's why it can be so tricky to discern sometimes because the feeling of intuition can feel very similar to an anxiousness or a nervousness. And I find it sad and fascinating because my brain likes to solve for X that we have so many more medicines for anxiety as our energy vibration is rising. And I feel like if a lot more people were aware that anxiety, anxiousness, nervousness can feel exactly like your intuitive system coming on board and you work and you do the practices around developing your hearing that voice, it will calm down. It'll, it'll be sweet even, but uh, we're just quick to think that it's an anxiousness. And of course it could be a stress level in your life. I just wish more people would consider the fact that you have this ability on board and it likely is yelling at you to pay attention. And that requires an open mind, right? Of asking, is this my intuition? Is somebody, something trying to communicate with me? Or am I truly having a time in my life where I could benefit from some ashwagandha or pharmaceuticals? Um, I think it's important to play those out. I have to go the opposite. I actually have to say, Vicki, it might be time to call your doctor, you know, when something is going on, like two months into a back issue. Uh, it might be time to, to go see a medical professional in addition to the ones you've been using in homeopathy. <laughs> so um, it works both ways. Sometimes there's too much reliance on the energy and intuitive sense to shift something when we have a physical body and it needs to be addressed. So um, the beginning of looking at all of this means opening up your mind and you do not have to share this with anyone. You are under no obligation to speak to anyone else to say that you are contemplating your own intuitive abilities. You can absolutely keep that to yourself. And I would even recommend that unless the person is very supportive, unless the, or neutral, if they're neutral, that's fine too. But it, unless they're supportive, why even set yourself up for that? Like why even, unless you're doing it from a self-sabotaging place, not knowing and the other person's negating of it or you know poo-pooing of it will give you permission not to move forward so the open mind is important but that does not mean you have to open your mouth so <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> ah, sometimes things come out of my mouth that crack me up so part of developing this is being able to recognize opportunity you will recognize 
love on a higher note. Um, you'll be able to feel the support we have from the universe. And I think right now that is especially important when we are navigating a system that is not supporting well and, you know, people who are kind of falling off their minds. Um, so in developing your intuition, it, we all have a frequency. We all have a rate of vibration that we are operating at. And once you start to develop your intuition, it raises your frequency. So what that does is it puts you in closer contact with the supportive energies in the universe. And therefore you feel, um, comforted even when it looks like there is a giant shit show going on. It does not mean that you can be oblivious though. You must still pay attention and be a part of the human race and, and, a, and a good steward of your community. Um, but it does give a certain peace to be able to, when your head's running away with itself, and this happens to me, and I have to say, Vic, is that, are you storytelling? Because that feels like a story to me. And then I'll say, okay, what's my gut say? What's my intuition say? What's my movie screen say? And it might say that I have to take action on something, but it's rarely the catastrophic event that I have allowed my uh, very creative, dramatic storytelling head to go to. Because it does run away on its own once in a while, doesn't it? It's impressive where we can arrive at. So the permission that you give yourself is it's this, it's a similar permission. And once you get in the practice of it is so beautiful. It's the same permission of, I give myself permission to enjoy my life. I, you know, I give myself permission to move forward in exploration and curiosity in love and it takes a certain level of courage but you can say that you again you can say it in your head no one even needs to know you're saying it except you so as you develop more and more it will <laughs> it can bring out behaviors in others that are annoying and take a look at those and see why it bugs you. Most likely it's because there's a part of yourself that you're no longer caring for. It's not, you know, maybe that vibration has risen enough above it. We do dip down. It's not like we stay at this, you know, holy mackerel frequency. But you may find that there is a behavior in you that you're ready to release. And that's so exciting. So wonderful to be able to do that. Um, and to do it with a consciousness, don't beat yourself up. If it shows up, if it's showing up, it's there to help you, to teach you even your emotions of, of anger and anxiety and, um, conflict are there to teach you stop being mad at them you're just adding to it so the opening up and allowing it to be there is a big first step 
And what I would suggest is that you walk around and as you live your life, you give permission and you uh, uh, practice allowing. You let it just pop in. So what that might look like is you have um, kind of a push within yourself that you have to go to the grocery store today. And while it's important that we not make unnecessary trips right now, if my gut was telling me that I had to go to the grocery store for something, I would. Um, because it's, it's different than your head saying you'd like something different for dinner. It is your, there's, it's this push that won't go away, kind of this niggling information and feeling that won't go away. And then I will take myself to the store um, and, you know, c combine it with, listen, I always need seltzer. So there is no trip to the store that's wasted if seltzer has been picked up. So um, using that, that's an example of why you um, need to listen. Because you might bump into someone there. You may not even, this is the tricky part of intuition, you may not even know after why it was so dang important that you go. Um, so, and I think that's part of the fun. I think the, the first part of listening to it is important. And the fact that you listened is equally important because you need to acknowledge it. But then sometimes not knowing <laughs> why I did something makes it this beautiful game of the universe. And actually yesterday I went to the store and, um, well, by the time this release, it will be a week <laughs> that I went to the store and I was just there to return the seltzer bottles and cans. So when you go to the store and you buy a lot of seltzer and bottles and cans, you take them back to the store. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> Although I didn't buy seltzer yesterday. Uh, I didn't really intend to go into the store. There was nothing that I really needed except oat milk. And that wasn't an emergency. So I wasn't going to go in. I was going to come straight home. And I felt while I was putting those cans in that I needed to go to that store. And while I was in there, I had to wait because this mom and her probably 10-year-old son um, were making their choices. So I, I needed to respect distance and wait. And he was bouncing off the walls in what was, I thought, an adorable way um, because he was just so excited about grocery shopping and evidently they were having tacos that night. So all of a sudden he, he blurts out, we need beef. And his mom was so wonderful because she looked at him and she's like, boy, what is happening to you today? <laughs> and she wasn't berating him or anything she was just like what is going on with you and he's just so stinking happy about tacos I mean what is there not to be happy about tacos so I observed I just waited my turn and I could feel her starting to 
get like we do sometimes where we're concerned that other people are judging you know what our kids are doing or you know what our partner is saying or anything like that I could feel her going there and he had said something about I don't know why I said beef we need hamburger and I took that as my moment to get in between the energy that was building and I said to him well you're right beef is hamburger as unless you get the plant-based like I do I said but you're absolutely correct and he just looked at me and of course you can only see the little eyeballs over the mask but um and the mom looked at me a little bit and she she called him ginger snap which I thought was adorable because he had this gorgeous red hair and I just said to him you have the most amazing energy. Thank you so much for adding that to my day and keep it up. And then I caught his eye a couple more times. You know how you pass people in the grocery store. Not so much now that the aisles are all going one way, but I caught his eye a couple times and the impishness that was there, that made my day. It absolutely made my day. And it that's an example of I didn't know why I was going into the store. Certainly oat milk was not that important. Um, but that interaction raises energy, I believe, in a ripple effect and universally. So plus it was nice to see people and talk to them. But there was this interaction that happened because I believe in part because I paused. I wasn't in any great hurry to get to where I was. And yeah, you could say I recognize the mom's energy because I've, I've been there in taking kids grocery shopping, but he was absolutely enjoying the process. And I felt like I got a gift from watching that because we should get to experience people enjoying grocery shopping. So if it comes through a 10-year-old, that's fantastic. So it's not all about reading energy or being able to tap into future events or even knowing necessarily what's the best decision for yourself. Into Developing your intuition is about living life. It's about interacting with the energy that exists in life. And my intention is to help people and to help you arrive in that space and to stay there, like to navigate it um, more frequently. So you're not always, I don't mean you stay in a high, high vibration all the time. That's not possible. Because um, sometimes you kick your toe on the corner of the couch. Oh, I did that last week. Oh, maron. Um, so, and there's, <laughs> if you're keeping your energy up and you're all positive about that, you're lying. Um, just be honest and say the words and know that it'll heal eventually. <laughs> so the aspect of, 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 and the subject of intuition is huge. It's, I, I don't think I've even scratched the surface and this has been my work for 20 years. And that excites me because the more I can learn, the more I can share, the more people are, uh, light and, literally have light flowing through them but also feeling light about their life and there are moments that we need to address but overall 
it's a pretty cool experience. So this has been the first installation of Intuition 101. And I will continue these and sprinkle them with a couple other subjects in between. And let me know if you have any questions or if there is an aspect of developing your intuition that you would like to hear about or learn about. Because I don't know about you, but I do use the podcast that I listen to as little micro courses. So it's fun for me to be able to include this in the lineup. So let me, please let me know, subscribe, uh, leave me a review. Come on. It takes 30 seconds, little energy exchange going here. Leave me a review. I'd love it. And I'd appreciate it more so than loving it. The appreciation would be there. So I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.